You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Van Freddy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host of this show, Zach Lucha Punk Batista. Zach, how you doing, <laughs> my friend? I am doing pretty good, actually. I uh, had to help move someone move a bed into a house or at, around a house today. Oh shit! Really? How'd that go? Uh, a lot easier than I thought. It was like this old person's house and they had a bunch of twin beds and my mom brought me and my brother and I saw these beds and I thought, Oh God, it's going to be like seventies fucking furniture oh, built God. to last the apocalypse. It's going to be, I saw like the, the head, head this big ass wooden fucking desk thing. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to break my fucking back on the these worst. stairs. I go to pick it up. It's fucking light. I was like, Oh my God. Oh, that's a, that's a nice surprise. It was so pleasant. Cause we had to unscrew the screws in this bed and it was hot in this attic when we were doing it. But I was just so pleased. I was like, thank God, the mattress, the comforter, uh, comforter, the springboard, and the fucking headrest and the metal things underneath were not heavy at all. I was like, oh, thank fuck. Got mini workout in. Didn't break my ass on these fucking stairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would have been that would have been a nightmare if it was heavy on top of everything. Like, oh, oh, oh. you would have heard about it. I've been like, I fucking broke my back carrying this wooden block down a stairs for someone. Jesus. But they were nice. They paid that's us good. for it. They didn't hey. need to, but they did. That's nice. That's always good when you get paid for something that you didn't expect to get paid for. Mm-hmm. They're nice. I was I was like, oh, you know what? I was already pleasantly happy with this job. I'm even more happier now. Nice. Nice. Also, I see it's uh, it's about that time with the sun's out, guns out. We look on the oh, tank yeah, top always. song. Yeah. Uh, I've had these tank tops since... I know, I know you podcast listeners can't see it, but... Yeah. I've had these tank tops since december and i told my parents i will put these on when it is hot and then new jersey <laughs> it's a weather, time to buy a tank top the new, new jersey kind of put its hand up to me and it just slowly just put down each of its fingers until the middle one was the last one left and said here have six months of winter and rain it did like the head. countdown where it's like five four three two yeah. one yeah it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just sitting there going like you fucking piece of Except shit the one is just the middle finger and then just bam, eighty degree weather every fucking day. So I'm like, all right, it's fucking hot now. Yeah. All right. I don't hate it though because I got my AC. My AC blows cool as fuck air on me, so it's like an ice oh, yeah. box. Oh yeah. My my friend opened their pool today. That's what I was doing oh. before we recorded. Oh, I really can't wait for when I get invited to inevitably one of my friend's summer parties because he's floating one around year. drinking some twisted tea in the pool. Oh that was fucking fuck nice. yeah! That was oh, I'm gonna nice. just be laying there like I'm gonna be like I'm not getting out of this pool. I'm getting all my yearly worth of pool in this one day. My pool's Drag open me out now too, actually. I'll be a fucking what is it? A prune when you pull me out. <laughs> That's about how I was feeling. I was like, I am not leaving. It is so nice in here. Just around, just floating around, just like mm-hmm. yeah. 
<laughs> All right, well, we are not here to talk about summer or tank tops or pools, even though we just did. We are here to talk about some motherfucking professional wrestling. Hell fucking yeah. Zach, we got some good matches this week. Two of them are triple threats because we did not talk to each other at all beforehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we and both we got... triple threat matches. Yep, and then we got a special recommenda- recommended matches. Yes, we have a special recommendation from our friend Marty Snow over at Pro Wrestling Legacy that we'll talk about in a, in a cool cinematic style match. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, let's start out with our first match that we want to talk about, which is... Uh, Amber Rodriguez versus Ray Lynn versus Gia Scott from MCW, which is Maryland Championship Wrestling, not Melbourne City Wrestling, like we did a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this match is for the MCW Women's Championship. Yes, I was not aware of this until I Me saw that. I was like, oh, well, shit. Yeah, uh, I believe Gia Scott was the champion going into this, correct me Correct. if I'm wrong? Correct. Okay. Uh... And th- I think this match was pretty solid. It was it was a basic triple threat. It had like it had the normal triple threat spots you you would see, you know, like mm-hmm. I like the Tower of Doom we saw twice this week. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Tower of Doom, the spot where everyone, all three competitors, knock each other out, and then mm-hmm. and then like all three of them trade shots while they're standing back up, right? Mm-hmm. Like th- th- these two triple threats definitely shared shared some uh, mm-hmm. shared some inspiration, I guess you could say. Right. Yeah. You know what would be a cool-ass spot? What? Everyone gets on the top rope. Everyone starts punching each other. They all hit each other at the same time with the spot, and they all fall backwards and each go through a table. Yeah, all at the same time? That'd be sick. Yeah, I, I just thought of that. But, anywho, there is a little mini story going into this match, which is basically the two heels, that being Scott and Rodriguez, do not like Raylin at all. They hate Raylin more than each other. Yes, they hate each other, and they've it's it's honestly really amusing watching these two be assholes to each other. But then Raylin gets up, and they're like, "Okay, well, fuck you more though." <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite. that part was so funny. They were they were, they were like like Zach said, there would be parts where the the Am- where Amber and Gia were like yelling at each other and like pushing each other back and forth. But then as soon as Raylin got up, they looked at each other, looked at Raylin, and were like, "Fuck you first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Though, for the start of this match, Raylan actually does a pretty good job of keeping the heels down. Uh, she knocks yeah. them both into opposite corners, hits like them each with running strikes, and then a double crossbody off a middle rope. Rodriguez gets up. Lynn outmaneuvers here at every turn. Outmaneuvers her here at every turn, turning all of Rodriguez's moves into like arm drags. Like eventually, after these exchange, Gia gets up and goes after Lynn, and Gia gets um she Irish whips her into a corner and runs at her to splash her, but Lynn slips onto the apron mm-hmm. and shoulders Gia in the gut, which lets her flip into the ring and drop kick her in the face. And I was like, damn, the face just fucking pulled the fuck out. Yeah. They were like, let's go. Ray Lynn, like, noticed the team up immediately and was like, I'm not having this. <laughs> yeah. I was actually really pleased with this. I was like, that was a really well done exchange by all three involved. Yeah. Definitely. So after this, Rodriguez is able to actually gain some control here. Uh, with a camel clutch, I believe it was, or like a variety mm-hmm. of it. But then Chia boots her in the face. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. But then she beats up Lynn, because as we said, fuck Ray Lynn, according to them. Uh-huh. And at this moment, that Gia then picks Lynn up in like a wheelbarrow position, and Rodriguez actually helps her up so that they can like jump up and slam Lynn with a face buster ant from the wheelbarrow position into the ground. Yeah, it was just funny how they, it, it, it was just funny this whole match, how they just kept teaming up on Ray Lynn. I felt so bad. I did too, but it was, 
you could kind of like it was all it was nice that she was add like that fiery spirit because it made you go like all right i want you to overcome the odds and it was also funny for what's happens like spots at is like right after they do this awesome double team attack and i think to myself these two would be a really nice tag team together they immediately get in each other's face and Rajiv just like shoves her like fuck yeah you. it's like every time they like they team up to take out ray they team up to take out ray lynn and then as soon as they're done taking out ray lynn they go back to yelling at each other yep exactly like pie face like rodriguez pie faces gia she looks like she's about to kill her and they see ray lynn is like crawled her way up to the core and they're like one moment yeah <laughs> let's let's put this let's let's put this chirping on hold for a second and go after the, the real problem like <laughs> they beat down lynn in the corner for a little bit start grinding her down they hit her with a double suplex rodriguez goes for a pin gia isn't having any of that i think she kicks her or pulls her off they get up in each other's face again Rodriguez again pushes Gia in the face, and Gia, like, looks at her like the audacity of this bitch to do that to me. Not once, but twice after I stopped her from winning my title. Yeah. So then Rodriguez grabs Lynn, and she's like, she puts her in, like, the overdrive position. If you don't know what that is, that's, like, MVP's um old finish, or back when he was uh, still, like, not uh, back before he had the cane and was the manager. Mm-hmm. If you know what that is, he, like they the opponent like puts their knee over the person's head and they like kind of grab one arm and they spin them uh, forward into the mat. It's cool. Um, she has her in this position, and <laughs> oh my, she's like, if I recall correctly, Rodriguez says something along the lines of, "This is why I'm better than you," and she hits this move, and this <laughs> is the straw that breaks the camel's back for Gia because Rodriguez goes for a pin and Gia breaks it up get in each other's face. They start slapping each other across the face, chopping each other in the chest. Lynn is like slowly in the background, climbing the top rope and she gets up to crossbody them. And inadvertently Rodriguez chops Gia across the chest. Gia falls backwards, hits the top rope, crotches Lynn on the top rope. Mm-hmm. And Gia goes, Oh shit, <laughs> you got hit. <laughs> so she goes to the top to suplex her. And as Mikey said, Tower Doom stop bot baby Rodriguez is lower. Big power bomb to Gia, which by proxy suplexes Lynn off the top rope. All three fall down. All get in the middle of the ring, reconvene, just well on each other with strikes. We get a conclusion here when Gia forms Lynn into the ropes. Rodriguez then kicks out one of her legs. She step up into her in the face. Mm-hmm. Lynn is able then to break up a pin from Rodriguez. She drops her with a cutter, and Gia then comes back with a vengeance and hits Lynn and Rodriguez with her eat defeat finisher but neither gets her the win. This then lets Lynn get to her feet, duck a kick from Gia, and then hit her with a ripcord spin kick to the face for the win, becoming the new champ. Yeah, Ray Lynn really fought against the odds here, huh? Oh, yeah. She she did had the deck stacked against her by all means, but then the deck started fighting itself, and she just kind of pushed it over like a house of cards. Yeah, the deck started fighting itself is a very good way to describe it. <laughs> uh... So I think I'm, I'm pretty. Uh, I was pretty happy with this match, Mikey. What about you? How do you feel about it? Me too. It was. I think it was a solid triple threat. I think. Uh, it was a solid triple threat. I don't think there was anything like. I wish there was. More, there was. I wish it was more unique, though. You know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. obviously, I have the same complaint about the other one because they had like the same. It, there was like a lot of times where I was just like, where I felt like I was like, oh, I I just saw that spot in the last triple threat, right? Like. <laughs> True though, true. Uh, but altogether, solid match. Uh, I liked I I the one the one thing that was different between this triple threat and the last was the fact that uh Ray Lynn was like getting double teamed the whole game, match basically, mm. but she still fought back and ended up winning, which was sweet. I 
thought this match pretty much same as Mikey. I'm gonna give this match a high met. It would normally get a met, but I'm gonna bump it to high met just because I was so entertained by Rodriguez and Gia. Just <laughs> the dynamic of these two arguing and Ray Lynn just like trying to get into this match made it. It, it gave it a little bit more spice that I would have that I enjoyed watching. Mm-hmm. Good character work by these three. I agree. What are you giving it, Mikey? Uh, I'm giving it a high met. I think I really enjoyed it. Excellent. Well. <sighs> Let's uh let's uh spice this up after a commercial though. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Next up, we have a we have our special recommendation from our friend Marty Snow over at Pro Wrestling Legacy, and this match is of course from Pro Wrestling Legacy, and it is Marty Snow taking on Don C Money uh, in an El Paso street fight. So, I actually found out the, the uh, context of this match. Oh yeah, because I I decided to look just to mess around and look around because Pro Wrestling Legacy is usually pretty good at putting out their story content. So this feud goes back a couple months. Mm-hmm. Let me set the scene for you, basically. Please do. Back in like I think like a month or two ago, there was a a pay per view called Table Fiesta. If you recall, I think we actually were talking uh, when we had the interview with Snowy. This might have been something we mentioned about it. Yeah, because it was coming. It was coming up right around the time we had the interview. Yes, these two had a match, and whoever won this match got the spot at Table Fiesta. And Marty Snow didn't just cheat to win here. He oh he basically like cheat squared it. He got a pair of brass knuckles and low blowed Don C money in this match because not a brass because you know a low blow yeah that's too boring a brass knuckle to the face and yeah, that's boring. How about punching a man in his dick with with brass knuckles? Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Uh, pinned him, stole the fucking spot from him. The two then had another match after this that I'm going to assume Snow lost, because I don't see any reason why Snow would keep fighting this guy after the second match if he wins. So I assume this is their rubber match, based on the context I have. Yeah. Unless I... unless Snow won with, like, the help of Inglorious Bastards or something. You yeah, know? then management was like, bro, come on. Yeah. But anywho, so this is their match. Uh, this is the, ma- the blow-off, I assume, for this feud, unless these two have something else. Uh, I love the opening of this cinematic fight. Yeah, this shit me gave too. me some like super like some serious spaghetti western vibes, and I am all for that shit. Mm-hmm. They had the music and everything; it was so good. Like the single shots, one by one, seeing each competitor. One like Marty comes dressed up like he's here for a street fight, like tank top, jeans, mm-hmm. classic pe- like shoes. Don got, C. Money got a is, baseball bat. Don C. Money is dressed up like a pimp that got called out for a fight. He's like smoking like a cigar on the street corner. And he sees this guy and he's like, "Oh, this little boy's here." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Snow's got like a little, yeah, he's got the bat with him too. Yep. These match starts off with Snow slapping that, uh, I think it was a cigarette now, I think about it, out of Money's hand and beating him with the bat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to say it right now, I actually really like the use of sound effects in this as well. Yeah, me too. Typically in these cinematic fights, unless you really hit your opponent hard, the punches don't usually have as much punch to them as they could. Mm-hmm. But they added in like effects here that made it like each hit have impact, and it didn't sound as, it didn't sound out of place to me. 
and it just enhanced it for me. Yeah, me too. I think it. I think it added to that spaghetti western kind of feel. True. Which I think. Which I think is like perfect for P- PWL, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it fits right at home. El Paso, all that. 100%. Yeah. So, the this match is the cinematic match though itself is quite interesting because so Marty gets some good offense in here. He throws money into like a metal wall, like a sheet metal wall outside of a warehouse that they're nearby. Mm-hmm. Money then gets some offense in. He gets thrown to the side of a dumpster by Snow. Snow then, like, winds up comedically and tries to hit him with the bat, but Money moves, so he ends up hitting the dumpster and drops the bat because that fucking hurts your hands no matter who you are. Yep. And then Money uses this bat, beats down Marty. Marty eventually hits him in the gut and throws him face first into, like, a ball of, like... It's like a figurine of, like, metal, of like wire, basically. Like, like a wire mesh, kind of. Mm-hmm. And... It fucking hurts quite a bit based on how Money immediately, like, runs away. Like, he's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with this. And Marty's like, where the fuck did you go? And then, as he goes and turns the corner, he gets sucker punched in the face by Money. Except he's not Gene. He's not Don C. Money now. No, no, no. He's GG Andy now. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing, like, a black tank top shirt, shorts, boots, like, the most casual shit. And I just love how many costume changes Don C. Money goes through in this match. <laughs> it's like, I think I described it. This It gave me, like, serious Mick Foley vibes here. Like, he had multiple versions of himself mm-hmm. that he had gone through, and this match made him regress back into his more crazy and wild side, we'll go with. Yeah, it was very much like, like, like you said, it was very much like Dude Love, Cactus Jack, kind of Mick Foley, like, kind of thing, Mankind, right? yeah. Yeah. Like... Even to point out that this is such a change, the music even changes to fit how this guy goes. Because this guy <laughs> yeah, beats... Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. This guy beats the shit out of Marty. Like, he... First off, he doesn't just beat the shit out of him. He takes a rock and he just smashes it into <laughs> he his hand. smashes a rock over his head. <laughs> Throws like, yeah, his... you know, that's effective. Yeah. Just slams his face to a chain-link fence, rakes it across it. Marty's, like, crawling away. He's, like, licking blood and going, like, ah, that's good. I'm like, oh, okay, we went from a pimp to a psychopath. Cool. Excellent. Andy grabs Marty as he's running away, throws him face first into a brick wall, chokes him out, and then Marty pokes him in the eye because, at that point, honestly, I don't even blame him for being dirty. That's just, that's fucked. You fight it, you're, you go into it's a, a street, fight. It's a street fight. Street rules, man. Yeah, and you're, you, you went into a fight with a sane guy, and suddenly a fucking, <laughs> a borderline psychopath is trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. So then we get this cool camera shot where Marty is like leaned back against the wall and he's like panting. He's just like, Jesus fuck. <laughs> oh wait no. So as a follow-up to this, Marty then roundhouse kicks GG Andy in the side of the face. And the music then changes to like this heroic like comeback feel to it, like like, oh shit. And I thought to myself, that's odd. Why why are you doing that for Marty Snow? So Marty mm-hmm. leans back to the wall, he looks fucking tired. I think at this point he got busted open from the um the uh, I think it was the rock to the head. Yeah, probably. And then the shot kind of pans out, and Andy has just disappeared. Like, he just fucking Houdini'd this shit, and Marty's like, what the fuck? Because he was, like, right in front of Marty. So Marty gets up, and is, like, just looking around, doesn't see that from behind him, like, straight out of, like, the uh, that Keith Lee angle with Adam Cole where he, like, gets up on the apron behind him. Like, you just see Andy... Classic. But he's now wearing a luchador mask, dressed in, like, full pants, tank top. He seems even more crazy, and it just goes classico. Formerly, Lucha Punk. Yeah. So, Lucha Punk, 
now unleashed, throws Marty into an electrical box, the back of a like a, a moving truck, and then into the cameraman. Which, by mm-hmm. the way, as he was throwing it, I was like, what, are you going to hit the cameraman now? And he did. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, knocks what are you going to do, stab me? Quote from Man Stab. Yeah. <laughs> I love that fucking quote. So then as the camera falls over, you see Punk grabs the camera, and he says, we're not done playing yet. The signal cuts off. And suddenly, we cut to the fucking Pro Wrestling Legacy Arena. And I was like, sitting, I was like, oh, yeah, how are they going to pin him with the mat when there's no ref there? And oh, yeah. suddenly... The metal sliding door that's in the back, you just start hearing it being banged against. And who walks through but Snow and Punk still in the middle of their match? Mm-hmm. Right Fucking... back into the arena, baby. It's full Fair. circle. <laughs> Honestly, really good cutaway. Like really well timed cutaway. Yeah, it was that was that was very good production wise, just to get back to the ring. It's um, very clever. Yeah, I agree. It was it was very, very good. So the two I, bro- I appreciated that really very much. Very nice. So the two brawl into the crowd here, and ultimately Punk gets the upper hand. He grabs the mic, and he says, "Bring." he demands for a ref to be brought to the ring, because I assume he's like, well, I'm not going to win if there's no ref. Yeah. He beats the shit out of Snow. Oh, my bad. He doesn't just beat the shit out of Snow. He throws him face first into a ring post, takes off his belt, and whips the shit out of his back. Yeah. Snow was uh, not playing around here. Yeah. Uh... Oh, wait, no, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, now I'm getting, yeah, I almost messed that up. Yeah, Snow threw them into the, to clarify, Snow threw Punk into the ring post, and he whipped the shit out of him. I mean, granted, if you beat me with a rock, I'm gonna whip the shit out of you, like, if, fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, it, all bad, like, once, once he got smacked in the face with a rock, it's like, alright, all bets are off. Alright, hold on, you just cavemaned it, and now I'm about to whip your ass, boy. <laughs> just cavemaned it. <laughs> so as a result, these two fight towards, like, the stage slash commentary area, and after beating Punk down a bit, Marty, like, walks back and tries to run and hit him into the stage, but he ends up getting Flapjack face-first into said stage. And, of course, Punk immediately goes and finds the belt and whips the shit out of Snow. Mm-hmm. And Marty rolls into the ring as a result of this, and seeing this, Punk goes to the top rope, but Snow crotches him to stop him from doing whatever the fuck he was gonna do. Mm-hmm. So Punk's now dazed on the top rope, and Snow gets up there and superplexes him off the top rope, but it doesn't get him to win. So... He goes outside and grabs the svelte black bag that anyone that watches hardcore wrestling knows immediately what the fuck's in this bag. Gummy bears. Yeah, hard gummy bears. I have seen it once. Yes, I. Yeah, uh, nothing will ever beat the Pepsi can, uh, bottle caps, oh. and Lego blocks from the fan brings the weapon match from Romero and I think it was AJ. A, uh, it was Air Fox. Mm-hmm. That shit was oh. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Of course, it's thumbtacks. Thumbtacks, baby. Snow pours in the middle of the ring. And then I love how... Which I was not... Honestly, I was not expecting this match to go to thumbtacks. I was not... I was not prepared. I I was like, oh, shit. And then I love how Marty, he rips his shirt off. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna dump this old-ass man, or I assume we would call him an old-ass man, on these thumbtacks. Gets him with a fireman's carry. He's gonna do the snow's end. And then Punk slips out of it and grabs him and just slams him back and ass first into these tacks. Just his full ass back. Mm-hmm. God, that must have fucking hurt, but I respect the fuck out of him for taking that. Yeah. Marty gets up. Punk grabs him. Drives into the mat with a double underhook DDT. But Marty kicks out of it, so Punk gets two chairs from the crowd. He's got a concerto snow. I was <laughs> like, oh, shit. Okay, I guess we brought out belts and thumbtacks. Ending someone's career is up there with it. Cool. And then he mm-hmm. waits for Snow to get up to braid him first with this chair. And then out of nowhere, Snow heel spinning heel kicks this chair into his face, 
Concertos himself wins the match. Yeah. A, a, a concerto to win this match was so cool. It was a very cool end finish. I thought this heel kick was really well done. Like, it had a nice pop from the chair. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I love this match. Marty yeah. said, and I think the message to us, that they were doing something special. And I'm going to throw it out there. I think this is up there with Riptide Wrestling for production value. I Honestly, yeah. I mean, uh, to there. me, to me, I think some of the shots could have used some work. But all in all, solid. Really good music. Really Also, R- Riptide's a big comparison because Riptide's production value is insane. Yeah. It's a it's a rare thing when you find an independent wrestling comp or uh promotion that actually has really good camera work like consistently. Mm-hmm. And I respect the fuck out of them for trying this and actually doing a good job at it too. Me too. Cuz we've seen another cinematic match that was fine. There were some cool shots in it, but like this match I was like shit. That actually kind of blew me away. I get some mark out from me. Yeah, me too. Watch this match. In this match, this match was great. Yeah, uh, like definitely a mark out. I think I think the the transition from fighting outside to getting back to the arena was really good. Like to that big garage door. Um, just all the outside scenes were done really well. I wish they did a little. I like. I wish they did a little more like fighting outside. Like they did like a mm-hmm. little bit. Like they, it was kind of more of a walk and brawl to like like yes. The outside shots just felt like all right. We're gonna punch each other and walk towards the arena, right? Yeah, I didn't realize afterwards that, like, yeah, that little, uh, the how the warehouse they were around was the arena. Mm-hmm. That was it. I was like, oh, that's really clever, actually. Yeah, it kind of just felt like they were like, we just got to get to the garage door. Like, there was, like, it, 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 they kind of just did that. It felt a little walk and brawling at the beginning, but all in all, it was a solid match, uh, and I really liked once it transitioned into the arena, the match kind of, once, once it got back into the ring, the match, like, really... Yeah, kicked off. I feel like it really just mm. like started going ham, and I appreciate yeah. that. And I'm with. I think I'm with you on the market here. The match was awesome mm. and definitely worth checking out. It's PWL good. really just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, the cranking shit that's constant, good. constantly impressing me. You don't even need to be a wrestling fan to watch this match and have a good time. Honestly, yeah. Like this is I the agree. shit that like probably people that aren't don't watch wrestling a lot imagine it to be like you know like I have play fight with stunt man fighting. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. And then you get this shit and you get tax. Yeah, it was it was definitely altogether very good. So I'm willing to go with you on the mark out here. Hell yes. Alright. Well then let's get to our last match of the week. We got another triple threat, like we said earlier. Oh baby. We got Anthony Green versus VSK versus Bryce Donovan from Create a Pro Wrestling. Zach, I believe you picked this match. What made it stand out to you? Uh, <laughs> very, very topical. I actually saw that MJF retweeted a tweet for the person who won this match because they won the title after this. Mm-hmm. And I thought the same, the net, the name of the, of the promotion, create a pro wrestling stood out to me. I was like, Oh, that's a cool sounding name. It's like a, like one of those like WWE things or like one of the old wrestling games, like create a, create a wrestler mm-hmm. and said, it's just a pro wrestler. Yeah. And also, we hadn't had a triple threat in a while, and um, the last bit was that Anthony Green I actually have seen on AEW Dark and AEW a few times, and all the times he's done it, I'm like, he's a good, he's good. Like, I, I think he's a good competitor, so I was excited to see him, like, in a a promotion that he will, probably won't be enhancement talent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I will say, no one in this match disappointed for me. 
Yeah, no, me neither. It's I think every, everyone really, everyone really delivered and showed what they were made of. Um, so the little context for anyone that needs it for this match is that whoever gets a shot at this, whoever wins this match, gets a shot at the Creative Pro Championship. Mm-hmm. And judging by commentary, VSK was the last one that actually got the shot in this match. Uh, the winner of this match, I, I, I uh, as I already spoiled it, goes on from what I can tell to win the title in their next match. Oh. Okay. Yes, because I looked up the timeline and I would look at when the retweet happened. I was like, "Oh, I'm like, oh shit, he might have actually just won the title off of after this match." Oh damn. Mm-hmm. So the first one to make room in this match here is Anthony Green. He's like, "Come on, shake my hand." Shakes VSK's hand, goes to shake Donovan's hand, shakes it. He has both their trusts, and then he just, without even a, a like a t- any an ounce of what's the word I'm thinking of hesitation. Mm-hmm. Super kicks VSK in the face and throws Donovan out of win to try to pin him. This was such a such a good start. It was just like shake hands, shake hands, bam, right, bam, like... get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> he doesn't win off of this, but uh, yeah. In case you can't tell, we have a single heel versus two face dynamic here, and yep. I would say right off the bat, Anthony Green definitely played the veteran heel heel really well, like out maneuvering these two a lot of this match. Yeah. Like, this man was, like, this guy was, like, whenever you're, like, in a boss fight, this guy, like, he just turned things around when you were, like, you should not be able to turn this around like you do. But he just needed, like, the right moment to show up and be, like, and goodbye. I'll take yeah. control now. Thank you very much. So. Yeah, it, it was it was, it was was definitely solid. Except there are cases of points, like the one I'm about to talk about, where he then gets his just desserts. Because, unfortunately for him, Donovan gets back into the ring. Like, he stands up, and Green's like, oh, no. Because Donovan is a large lad. Sure he's a tall motherfucker, and he's taller than Green. He gets up, and you see Green going like, oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> oh, fuck. And he runs the fuck out the ring. <laughs> and he chases after him. They run around. He slides into the ring. VSK, the guy who got kicked, gets up. And he's like, oh. Turns around, sees Donovan get in. He's like, oh, you're a oh. large boy. And then he gets two super kicks to the face and gets chucked out of the ring because the faces are like, get the fuck out. Fuck off. And that that alliance... Screw you, man. That friendship he destroyed at the start of this match will come to haunt Green for the rest of this match. Yeah. Like, it helps him. Got He got the upper hand at the beginning, but God, these two go out of their way to fuck him over when they're both in the ring and they see him in control. Yeah, they just, like, see him, and they're like, oh, it's on site, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> so, now with the two faces in the ring, VSK tries to hit Donovan with his back-to-belly pile driver, or as I think you'll know it from AEW, that's Trent Strong Zero, or mm-hmm. Crunchy. But Donovan slips out of it, and from here, the two go back and forth, blocking and countering each other until Donovan Irish whips VSK, and Green gets up on the apron and shoulders him in the gut. Mm-hmm. Using VSK, Green flips into the ring off his back, and then gets instantly thrown out of the ring by Donovan. <laughs> Momentum countered. Absolutely. So VSK then tries to take advantage and roll Donovan up, but Donovan shoves him off into the ropes, and then he gets clocked. <laughs> VSK gets clocked in the face by Green. Donovan tries to get his hands on Green, but he ends up getting hung over the top rope throat first. So then Rick- Green gets back to the ring, and he gets to work keeping control of this match. He gets a good strike in on each of them in separate corners. And right after, they each get out of their corner and start ping-ponging Green back and forth to strikes. Which then causes Green to have to boot Donovan in the gut. 
VSK then gets off a nearly gets off a combination of kicks that Green is able to duck at the last second. Mm-hmm. And after being ping ponged and dodging this, Green grabs VSK by the waist, and as Donovan is getting up, VSK kicks him in the face back into the corner, and Green slams him into the mat with an overhead backdrop suplex, which suplex, which looked awesome, honestly. Yeah, there was some there was some uh, sweet spots in this matchup for sure. Mm-hmm. Like this. This and a lot of it happened really quickly. Like this yeah. match was this match was happening fast. Yeah, like that spot I just did there. Like I definitely screwed up a bit there because I knew I would because I saw that sequence. I was like, oh, that's gonna be a bitch to fucking reiterate. <laughs> Though after all this, Green grabs Donovan in a waist. Um, he Donovan gets back up to get involved in the match again, and Green wipes him out with the cutter from the second rope, but it only gets him a two count. So VSK then gets back up. Hits Green with two beautiful with a beautiful springboard code breaker before throw um closely sliding him out of the um to the outside. He then goes for a suicide dive, but Donovan catches him by the uh Donovan catches him by the throat. Which gives Green just enough time to wipe them both out by he just sends it over the top rope. Like he just straight up like sees these two on the outside. He jump he just jumps onto them. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes them both out. Efficiently, he then retakes Donovan out of this match by chucking him face first into the ring post before sliding VSK back into the ring. Chucks him into the ring, slides him back, and he goes to the top rope, and it's VSK with a spinning crossbody off the top rope. And repeatedly, Green then strikes and beats the shit out of VSK until he eventually gets countered with a Russian leg sweep backbreaker into a power slam into a standing shooting star combination. Yeah. The, the, honestly... Though what the execution wasn't the best, Russian leg sweep into a backbreaker is fucking awesome. Clean. That's a good-ass fucking move. Sure is. Do that more. So as this is happening, Donovan finally gets back into the ring, but he ends up walking into a boot and a DD, a boot to the gut and a DDT. And as from Green, and as this is happening, you can see VSK like ascending to the top rope, and Green sees him, and he just punches the taste out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. He follows it up by trying to superplex it, but Donovan gets below him. Actually pulls Green away from the corner. Not a fucking Tower of Doom spot, surprisingly. Power bombs him into the mat. VSK sees this, and he's like, well, fuck that guy. And he hits a five-star frog splash on him in the middle of the ring. The heel's now neutralized at this point, so VSK then drives a running knee through the side of Donovan's face. But then he gets A-fucking-bliterated by a boss man slam from Donovan. So no one's left standing after this. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know what it is with the independent scene and boss man slams, but they fucking have awesome looking boss man slams. I don't yeah. know why. Like, they always look fucking good. The boss man slam, the black hole slam. To the point where what, what, if I... What, what does Corbin call it? End of uh, days? End of, call it. Uh, he called... Um, Corbin actually... Um, oh, no. End of days is different, right? Never mind. It's different. He uses the uh, a variation of the blue thunder bomb. Right. But uh, he definitely could do an awesome boss man save. It's to the point now where if I ever make a wrestler in like the WWE game that came out, I'm gonna make his finisher the, the boss man slam because it just looks there you awesome. <laughs> in the sorry, in the AEW game coming out because oh yeah, that is WWE coming out. can't put a play out a playable game. Well, the, the the game that came out recently I heard was pretty good. Was it? I'm not sure. I heard they uh, they fixed it. It's better than 21. That's for sure. Though, honestly, yeah, that's you, fair. Oh, honestly, you could make any game and it would be better than I haven't. I don't think I've played a WWE game since, like, 2K, like, 2K, whatever one Stone Cold was on the cover. If you want to see 
a hilarious accounts of bugs in a bad WWE game, just look up WWE 2K21, the bugs. Is that the, is that the one where the ref's arm is just like, and There's it like that. swirls around and then it gives like the thumbs up at the end? No, that's another one. That's <laughs> that a great one, That one kills me. No, that, this, you'll see like, you'll see like top ropes like just disappearing, people going underneath the ring and then just popping out. It's, is a fucking mess and it got a horrible rating on every game reviewer site because it's unplayable. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see that, that's a good probably hour you'll find of people just seeing funny compilations of that. Anywho. Eventually they all rise to their feet, and as Mikey and I said, mm-hmm. what happens when they all get in the middle of the ring, Mikey? They all start punching each other until they stand up. Yep. Bait the shit out of each other. Green eventually takes the initiative by <laughs> throat thrusting VSK, mm-hmm. stomping on Donovan's foot when he thinks he's going to get punched in the face, which I fucking loved. Yeah. But then the table start quickly on him. Because Donovan and VSK super kick him in the face again. Because it turns out when you pick a fight with the two guys of the, in the three-man match, neither is going to like you. And will be willing to help. Mm-hmm. So after getting super kicked, the two go back and forth uh, fighting each other with forearms to the face until, until VSK lifts Donovan up onto his shoulders and drops him onto the back of his knee with an Ushiguroshi. Yeah, that was brutal. Mm-hmm. The opportunity that he is, though, Green gets a sneak attack on VSK, but he ends up getting driven into the mat with a fireman's carry driver, but it doesn't get him the win. So, VSK goes for his finisher again. But this time, as he's about to hit it, Donovan, this spot is fucking awesome. Donovan boots him in the chest, Mm -hmm. and because of the momentum, he ends up getting hit with a code by a code red from Green. (laughs) It was like watching a pendulum, like, swing in motion. Mm Mm-hmm. Love it, this. Yeah, he like he like threw him into green. <laughs> yeah, like it was like a, it's like if you ever see like the Sami Zayn spot where like he flips and Cesaro ends up getting hit with the the code red. It's a lot like that. Yeah, just smooth as fuck. Mm-hmm. So Donovan and Green then duke it out, but uh, Green ends up getting driven to the mat with a double under DDT. After this, VSK gets up, dumps Donovan to the outside. While Green almost rolls him up here using the ropes as leverage, he's actually saved because Donovan shoves Green's foot off the rope, or feet off the ropes. And as Green is yelling at Donovan because he's fucking cost him the match, yep. he gets this with a backstabber from VSK that caused him to tumble out of the ring, where he's then hit with a suicide dive from VSK. VSK getting the, the salty run back from when he tried that before and got <laughs> cock-blocked by Donovan. Getting the salty run back. So VSK then chucks Green into the ring and tries to take Donovan out with a super kick, but he ends up getting super kicked in the face and falling backwards over the crowd barricade. Afterwards, Donovan tells the crowd to fucking move. And he goes to the top rope like he's about to fucking jump. And there And according this, to the announcers, he's done it before. <laughs> yeah. He let me set you the scene here, folks. The ceiling is pretty close to his head. Like he could probably stay on the top rope and put his hand up and touch the ceiling. And he's gonna look like he's about to cross body off the ropes onto VSK over the crowd barricade. As Mikey said, apparently he's done it before. Unfortunately, you don't get to see it here. Because Green yanks his legs down mid jump and then low blows him. Because it's a triple threat match. No DQ, baby. No DQs, he can do whatever he wants. However, Donovan still kicks out. And the suit start to fight each other, and VSK gets up on the apron, uses the top rope to knock Donovan down with a springboard clothesline when he gets the upper hand. The last two standing now are, uh, are if I recall correctly, somehow the last two standing uh, Don- are Donovan and Green here. Mm-hmm. And they duke it out some more. And VSK ends up actually getting the last laugh here because he hits a, sta- a standing Spanish fly 
on green. Yeah. And as uh, Donovan and him get to their feet, VSK actually sees that Donovan has gotten up on the apron. Mm-hmm. So he super kicks him in the face and knocks him back to the floor. He then spikes green into the mat with a lifting double underhook DDT, a.k.a. Paradigm Shift if you know AEW, or mm-hmm. a Dirty Deeds from WWE, which he calls Bloody Sunday. Great name. Yep. Except the fucking wily heel he is, Green kicks out, and VSK is fucking beside himself. So he's just like, form, 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 like just a bit. Green says, is that all you got? So it's just form, 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 and his face is even faster. And he tries to stop it with a super kick, and VSK catches it because it's happened like three times to him in this match. Knees him in the face with a running knee. Mm-hmm. And then he charges at him, and he then gets picked up by Green and gets hit with a tombstone pile driver so hard that he straight up scorpions into the mat. Yeah. For those of you that don't Brutal. know, look up someone fall, someone scorpioning after a fall. Yeah. You'll, you'll know what it is. But um, it's sure at this will. point that after this, Donovan gets back in the mix of things that he goes after um, Green. And quickly, Green's able to almost roll him with a crucifix pin, but Donovan kicks out and throws him onto the apron. He gets punched in the face. Green then goes with that spinning crossbody off the topper once again, and in mid-flight, Donovan catches him, uses his momentum, and plants him into the mat with a brutal boss man slam, wins the match. Yeah. I'm going to take a quote out of Mike's book here. That finish fucked. That fucked. That shit had me going, holy shit! What the fuck? Oh, that yeah, that that cutter counter was unreal, or whatever he was going for oh off the top. God. It was so sick. And as the feel good, Donovan apparently goes on and wins the fucking title after this. Nice. It's a hell of a match. It sure was a hell of a match. It was like um, for me, I didn't mind the fact that some of these spots were shared because there are so many different spots here, and I appreciate how there wasn't a lot of time where it was like a clear one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I the, mean every, every triple every triple threat's gonna have some of the same spots, right? Like that's just it is. it's just like the quintessential. Like you need like every triple. I feel like every triple threat match always like, you always need the Tower of Doom, mm-hmm. and you always the need the one spot where everyone like goes from the floor and then everyone's like punching each other as they're standing up. Mm. But I really liked how they made the effort to make this feel like a triple though. There was, like, I think, like, a handful of times I could think of where I was like, okay, this is just a one-on-one match mm-hmm. with the other person on the outside. They made an effort to at least have them be involved, which is a pre- I appreciate it. Kept them in my mind. I I really like this match, like, a lot. Me too. <sighs> Do I give it the mark out, though? Uh, I don't think I'm gonna. It, I, I don't, I'm not trying to sway your decision, but to me it was a high mess still. I think I'm going to give it to it just because of the fact that I liked a lot of the spots and the finish just really popped me when it happened. God damn. That's a good fucking week. Yeah, it was it was a very good week. Uh every, like every match every match was good to great. Uh and we ha- we saw some pretty awesome spots and some pretty awesome wrestling all all together. I I was mm-hmm. really I was really uh, stoked about this one. Yeah, we be eating good tonight on Independent Waters. <laughs> We brought back some. In, we brought back some treasure. Mm-hmm. Arg! Finally, bringing back the the pirate theme of our logo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's another episode of Indie Waters in the books. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, if you want to see, if you want to listen to more of this podcast, we have a whole backlog of episodes. All you got to do is subscribe to here uh, anywhere you get your podcast, and you can listen to all of our episodes uh, since we started this show. 
And if you want to check out the re- we are also part of the Countout Network. And if you want to check out the rest of the shows on the Countout Network, go to Countout. Uh, go check. Go subscribe to Countout Network. Also, anywhere you get your podcasts, and you can check out cool shows like How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, Ring Post Radio, Okada Shorts, Pure, all kinds of fun stuff here on the Countout Network. Whatever kind of wrestling you like, we have a podcast for it. Uh, you can also check out countoutpod.com where we have a bunch of fun stuff like bios about everybody in the countout network we have a store uh where you can buy all of our merch including an indie waters t-shirt which we really which we really really like and we would love for if you uh go check that out and rep indie waters on your day-to-day lives uh and we also have our membership uh sign up over there where if you sign up to be a member of the countout network for five dollars a month you get exclusive content for only members to get uh and we would really appreciate it if you did that as well. Uh, go give us five stars over on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Would really, really appreciate that. And we would, and if you give us a five star review on the show, uh, we'll shout you out and uh, you may and even read the review on the podcast live. Uh, we. Uh, Lost my, uh, you can follow us on Twitter if you want to hear our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. You can follow Indie Waters on Twitter at Indie Waters, or you can follow the Countout Network on Twitter at Countout Pod. Uh, we really, I'm not gonna say we really appreciate it because I said it like 600 times already. <laughs> uh, you can go follow all of those Twitters and, and keep up with uh, our thoughts on the wrestling world. Uh, I believe that about does it. Zach, you got anything for your plugs? Uh, the only thing I've got for plugs are our matches for next week. Other than that, yeah, you know it's right. never we, for me. We need to give you a preview of next week before we let you go. Uh, we got some awesome matches next week. Zach, I believe you picked the majority of them, so why don't you tell I everybody did. what you brought to the table. Uh, starting out, we're going to be watching Free Range Kara versus Blair Onyx at Destination Pro. Uh, I picked this match because, uh, it's been a minute since we got a Blair Onyx match. I think we watched a match of hers a while back, so I was like, oh, let's see if she's, let's see if, uh, she's improved or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's got a new look, who knows. Speaking of look, the other match I picked, I picked Big Game Leroy versus Bones from Limitless Wrestling. I picked oh. this match solely because of the thumbnail, because I don't know who the fuck Bones is, but he has a 10 out of 10 look. I don't even know if he's a good wrestler, but he's 10 out of 10 look. His mm-hmm. fucking Twitter bio, he's like, I am the voodoo god. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. That That's accurate. Sure does look like it. So if he can wrestle, fuck yes. My match for next week I brought is Ziggy Heim versus The Whisper. Uh, we saw both of these two do some good stuff during the collective, and I really wanted to dive into more of their matches, and I saw this one pop up, and I was like, perfect. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that now uh, does it for this episode of Independent Waters. We went through all the plugs. Zach doesn't have anything. I don't have anything else. So that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Countout Podcast.